Welcome to this episode of Hustle and Pro. I'm your host, Kelly Walker. So as you guys know, our audience, um, I'm a busy, active mom, and part of that is sports, but the other part of that is being active in Frisco, and y'all know I'm a Frisco homer, so I love all things local, and one of the things that I love to do is go use our parks and rec and jog and bike paths and all these things, and so that's kind of where we're starting off from today. So I want to welcome my guests that are going to help us talk through that. So Connors Ladner, you are a principal at Design Workshop, and we're going to, you're going to tell us what that means in a second. And Shannon Coates, <laughs> the Director of Parks and Recreation at the City of Frisco. Welcome guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Okay, let's jump into Connors because I know I just mentioned Design Workshop. That can be, that could be lots of things, but I guess tell us what that is and why the, the partnership with or why the what is your role with how the city of frisco parks and recreation works sure so design workshop is a landscape architecture planning urban design strategic services um, consulting firm and so we work um, we have eight studios across the country i have the opportunity to manage our austin studio um, and so we work uh, with communities really all over the country on a variety of project types, landscape architecture wise, including uh, parks like the great projects we're getting to work um, with Shannon and her team on in Frisco. So to be more specific, um, our role is prime consultant. That's kind of what we do. And so that's for both Northwest Community Park and Frisco in the green. So as part, what, what that means is that we lead the design uh, and manage of, of very large team of consultants on behalf of the city uh, from architects to ecologists, bike specialists, um, lighting engineers, civil engineers, really everything you can think of that it takes to build uh, these large, beautiful parks. And so we are very privileged to work with uh, Shannon and her team, as well as the engineering department. Um, we meet with them every week or every other week and talk a little bit more uh, in between those weeks, we've had an opportunity to work with council a little bit on these projects. They've been phenomenal. And we had a series of engagements with the community. And so um, part of our process is to go out to the community and get feedback on what they want to see within their parks. And so, okay. yeah, that's awesome. There's a lot of moving parts, more than somebody would realize when they just walk into a green space and think, oh, this is, this is <laughs> it, you know. Shannon, tell us a little about um, how long you've been here in Frisco and your work with the um, city of Frisco. Yes, so I got here five years ago from Gainesville, Florida. Uh, actually, my anniversary date's coming up. It's July 31st this year. And so over the past five years, what we've been doing here in Parks and Recreation is really rebranding ourselves into Play Frisco. And our whole focus here is really helping people realize a sense of well-being overall. So everything that we're doing is really trying to promote for people that, you know, they're, they're active, busy lives are active and busy, but we can provide spaces for you to be able to relax and really uh, reconnect with your families or your friends, which is the most important part. Yep. Probably one of the most fun parts of life. Yeah. And I can vouch for that. I'm that exact person who, you know, takes my family out and we use all these spaces and we're very lucky to have them here. So you mentioned in the beginning, Connors, um, Northwest Community Park and Frisco on the Green, which are two upcoming new parks projects that are in the works. And I just wanna tell, I'll put it on the screen, but um, for people who wanna learn more, um, shape, 
yourplay.com is a website where you can actually get into some of the details about some of these projects. So I would encourage y'all to go watch that or check that out as you watch or after you watch this episode. So when we talk about those two specific parks, um, you know, Frisco is really good at um, parks and activities, like you say, and um, biking and hiking, all these things. And we're going to talk about some of those things, but how do you think these two new parks are taking that up a level? Any examples of those things? Um, from an activity standpoint? Yeah, so they're, they're, they're very interesting parks and I think slightly different than just your kind of standard recreational ball fields parks. And it's, and, and it's really because of the landscape that they are. And so Frisco on the Green is um, right at about 27 acres and 90% of that is a wetland. And so that has a huge impact on what we do as designers, consultants, and what we're allowed to do within that space. And so mm -hmm. Frisco on the Green is a series of trails. So it's an opportunity for the community to get out, to recreate, to walk through this kind of beautiful wetland environment. Um, and it will primarily be about trails and boardwalks and canopy walks. Northwest Community Park is quite different. Northwest Community Park has a significant amount of actual, what we would call programming. And so that would be trails and playgrounds. However, Northwest Community Park at 120 acres, almost 60% of that is an existing um, relic Blackland Prairie with rolling hills. So if anyone hasn't been there, there is an existing, there are existing bike trails there currently mm -hmm. that are very used. Um, and so that the landscape is really what's become the inspiration for how we develop these, these areas. So yeah, it has to shape the project literally, right? Because of what you're working with. So when we talk about these two parks, Frisco on the green is the smaller one, the more shaded and quiet one on the wetlands. That's just northwest of where PGA headquarters is going to be, yeah, on Teal. Uh huh. Up Teal. That's correct. And then Northwest Community Park is Teal. Wait, let's see. Do I have this right? Teal and PGA Trail, with which is just north of Lone Star High School. That's just me trying to look at it on a map. You guys might want to give more specifics on those. So they're not super far apart from each other, but they're very different types of parks, a feel to them, right? Well, that whole quadrant of the city has actually changed quite a bit. So uh, Northwest Community Park in particular, our neighbor to the north is the PGA. And so when PGA came, um, part of what we really focused on is the fact that part of that land that they built on originally was parkland and had bike trails on it. And so we worked really closely with the community because, of course, we wanted PGA great partner to come in. Yeah. But we worked really closely with the community to promise that what they were going to get was going to be even bigger and even better than what they had before because we have an awful lot of people who are very passionate about mountain biking, which is a, a really great sport. In fact, it's growing nationally. You're seeing more and more pump tracks and, and bike skills tracks and bike parks come up more and more, um, even more so in some communities than more baseball and softball fields. And so I think in addition to everything that Connor said, what's really given us a lot of hope because, of course, we're trying to find all the different ways that people can play. And so when we think about playing athletically, playing naturally, these parks are really a great example of how those different things can come together. And um, really Northwest Park, in addition to be driven by, being driven by topography, was very much driven by the Frisco community coming forward and saying, we, want, we love development, we love that our homes are valuable, 
but we want to keep some of those natural spaces. It's really yeah. important to us. And so uh, Design Workshop, we really couldn't have partnered with a better partner, quite frankly, because the team that they're leading has been so respectful of preserving things that are ecologically sensitive, but also providing this great program for the park, for both parks, um, that will engage people. And the last thing I would say is that quadrant of town has really become so exciting in general. Again, looking to the Frisco community who's looking for, for more natural spaces. Um, there's another park over there that we have not officially opened yet, but is very highly used at this point called Monarch View. Okay. And so these parks plus the PGA, that whole area, that is all in the migration path of the Monarch Butterfly. And that's something that we always partners are trying to make sure that we preserve. I love the preservation part and using nature as the inspiration. So I want to talk more about the bikes, but you said something um, like the popularity in that sport. And I'm curious with Connors, you mentioned how Design Workshop is um, in several markets and probably does projects all over the country in different areas. So are there any trends that you've pulled from other parts of the country that we're going to see as new things to us here in Frisco or, you know, other examples besides like the, you said mountain biking, Shannon, any, anything like that that's inspired some of our new spaces? Well, I think that, I think we've talked around the biggest trend probably in park design recently. And so we're, we're working here on Zilker Park, which is kind of the central park of Austin. And, and the biggest dilemma on that project, like many of the ones that we're talking about is how we balance recreation and ecology and not think of them as a binary situation and right. think of them together as one. And, and, and that's the opportunity. And so that's a huge trend we're seeing. The other trend was, I think what we all saw during COVID, um, just people flocking to the outdoors and thinking about carrying capacity. We finished a project in Houston, the Houston Arboretum and Nature Center, um, which in 2019 had about 300,000 visitors and in 2021 had 700,000. Wow. So within two years, and and I'd love to say it was our improvements, which were great. I mean, it's a series of trails and boardwalks, but it was just the fact that people were reinvigorated. You know, we've always loved to be outside, but now I just feel like health and outdoors and recreation coming together with learning and these didactic ecology environments, we can do all that within one open space. So those are two associated with just kind of national trends. I think from a bike facility standpoint, um, we've been working with EMBA, uh, International Mountain Biking Association, and they've been doing work all over the country. One area that we've really been influenced by is Bentonville, Arkansas. And so okay. not to, yeah, I mean, just to say that that's a, a, a city that spent a good amount of money and energy on bike facilities, pump tracks, uh, skills trails, top tracks. And, and really at the end of the day, what our goal is, is to have a world-class bike facility destination for Frisco. The, the park is all about local community, regionality, but people are gonna wanna come here from all over the country with the systems that we're kind of putting in place here, so. And is that bigger than just this one park example? You say systems, like connectivity to other parts of town, or are we talking there, about within the one park? I did mean specifically the facilities here, but Shannon, there is a bigger bike system and it comes right through this park through to Monarch yeah. uh, over time. It does. We just recently updated our hike and bike master plan. Um, actually, with PGA coming on in the fields development, I think the last I read, there'll be about 25 miles of uninterrupted trails where you don't have to cross a grade 
just through that northern area. But I love that. We, as a family, like to get on the bike trails at one end. And like, it's so, our kids love going under, uh, is it Legacy? I think we go under. And it's so much fun to just kind of explore other parts of the city via bike like that. So when you talk about the Northwest Community Park, like it's beyond just a bike trail, right? Where there's like a path. This is, I mean, pump track. This is just what I saw on the map. A pump track, skills track, jump lines, and a bike playground. I've never heard some of those terms, but I can just guess what some of them are. But like, I'm not even sure what jump lines and the bike playground are. If you guys can fill us in on what that actually means. Sure. And I would say too, as you mentioned earlier, jump on our website because we've got imagery or the website for Shape My Play for the park project. We've got imagery for all these different facilities. Uh, we have, we're proposing nine miles of trails. And so that's about four miles than what they currently have today, which they have, and they were all built by volunteers and Dorba and they're great trails. Um, we're going to save some of those as they are and expand many other ones. And, and so the, the trail system holistically will grow. There's a really exciting element that's called the all weather track, uh, which is kind of a rolling trail. But what's, what's great about it is normally the bike trails are, can be these dirt trails. And if it rains, they're kind of shut mm -hmm. down for a few days, could yeah. be even longer if there's a washout. The all weather trail will be open, you know, basically after a rain event, right? Maybe a little bit of time after it, it cleans up. So that's going to circle almost the entire park. Those are the trails and there's a variety of trail types. We also have gravity trails, which are a bigger kind of more advanced trail. And if you, people should go out there. The terrain is really amazing, you know, especially for kind of this area of Texas. The gravity trails, what we'll do is we'll bring you up, you know, 20 or 30 feet, and then you will roll into these larger trail systems. So that's one of the other very exciting elements of the trails. And then, like you mentioned, we have the bike playground, we have a tot track. And so that's, you can think of these bike playgrounds more as like asphalt pump tracks. So the, okay. the tracks come up and down and you can hit jumps. The tot tracks are, as they sound, attended for, um, intended for younger learners so they can start to get comfortable. And then there's a series of kind of skill tracks associated with that whole bike playground. I love I the tot track part because- yeah. You know, as a parent, you don't want your new small learning kid to be kind of in the mix with the with the fast moving bigger kids like, you know, at skate parks and things you see that and that always stresses me out. So I love that there's like a separate section for toddlers or younger kids or beginners to be able to play without probably, you know, advanced folks buzzing by them. <laughs> Agree, Kelly. And now let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. I want to tell you guys about Beyond Studios. I'm going there for Pilates right now and I love it and I want you guys to try it out. You can actually try your first class for free when you use my code Hustle and Pro. That's Hustle ampersand, ampersand Pro and you'll get your first class for free. So you can check it out at either their Beyond Studios location in West Frisco on 4th Army or the Beyond 500 which is at Lebanon and Legacy, and that's more of a cardio workout. So head to thebeyondstudios.com to find out more. And now let's get you back to this episode of Hustle and Pro. So speaking of sports parks, one of my favorite parks 
Um, we're at Bacchus, Harold, Harold Bacchus Community Park a lot. Um, and so I love being able to jog through the spaces while like my son's warming up or playing baseball or whatever, or all the different sports that happen around there um, because of the creeks and just different, just it's a, it feels like I'm not in the middle of a busy city. So I love that. So when we talk about with um, Northwest Community Park with the runners and hikers having lots of lots of mileage there as well, it sounds like um, there was intentionality in the design to kind of mix the, the spaces for runners and hikers with also like water play, gathering for events at like plazas, gardens and things like that. So is that what you were talking about, Connors, where it's all woven together and it's not split and dissected? Yeah, yes, exactly. It's a, it's a very flexible park. So we have an eight acre great lawn. We have a small kind of amphitheater that can be set up for events as, as appropriate. We have at your, when you arrive, you arrive to a plaza with the restrooms. It's got a smaller playground at that point, right? When you arrive a splash pad, um, we will have display areas or gardens, but it will be fairly minimal. Most of it will be Blackland Prairie restoration, which will tie everything together. So okay. when you're out there, we have a shared use path, which is about 10 feet to 12 feet wide that goes around the whole park. And a portion of that is crushed stone for joggers. Oh wow! Uh, that will be a thread that brings you to all of the destinations. So we also have two acres of, I think almost two acres of, of formal playground, uh, a large dog park. So there's a variety of uh, food truck areas. There's kind of oh, everything wow. you want. That's exciting. Standpoint. That's a lot. It's a lot of different, like just the energy of it is different than your standard, you know, like you said, standard sports park. We all love those. I'm, I live at those, I feel like, but I love that. And as a runner, I love hearing that because I also have to get creative sometimes on not being on concrete all the time and then balancing out running on grass and all that. So that's right. exciting to also hear that that was put into the thought process as well, right? So give us a timeline on these um, Northwest Community Park and Frisco on the Green projects that people can expect to actually step foot out there. Step foot out there. So we are at uh, what we call 30%. And so you can imagine that's 30% through the design and documentation. So we'll have another uh, five or six months of design and detailing and documenting and then it will go out to formal bid. So we'll have a few months to get a contractor on board. The intent is to start at some point, hopefully in quarter one of 2023, mm -hmm. um, you know, depending on where we are with the economy, but that's, I feel good about that. And then it'll take a year, year and a half, I think to build up both parks. And my guess is they'll be phased. So in, in the sense of construction, so ideally, um, and that's something we'll have to work out with the contractor in the city. But ideally, they would do a portion of the park, open it, close off another portion, and do that because it's, yeah. yeah, it's so many acres. And it just, um, I think we have that opportunity. It's just something we'll want to work out with the selected general contractor. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad you are optimistic about the state of the economy and what's coming up. That's good. We should all be. <laughs> um, so, one last thing before we go is I always like to find out from my guests, you know, oftentimes I'm talking to, current athletes or former athletes. So we talk a lot about their, their history and sports and um, that kind of thing, or their healthy lifestyles. And so I'm curious before I let you guys go, do either one of you have a background or are sports fans? I love sports. Um, I love to watch sports. I love to go to sporting events. Uh, we, we 
anytime I go to a different city, you know, that has baseball or football or basketball, I try to make it out to their stadium. Um, I am certainly not, uh, wouldn't be considered necessarily an athlete. I played soccer a bit growing up. Uh, I love to play pickleball and basketball at the gym. Um, those are really, really fun for me. And that's my, that's one of my favorite types of cardio is basketball. Um, we, as a family, we have the Velaway, which is a huge kind of bike circuit near my house, right next to the Wildflower Center. So we'll take the kids to the Velaway, we'll ride around, and then we'll go and get lunch and walk around uh, the nature playground at the Wildflower Center. That's kind of a great afternoon for us when that it's That sounds great. Okay. Out. Yeah. Right. So you say you're not an athlete, but all those things, you're athletic and yeah. busy and, and you, you like to get out and move love, and explore. I love sports. Absolutely. Shannon, what about you? I do. I love sports. So I, I grew up, so I'm, I'm kind of a hybrid because I grew up uh, in nature, but also doing sports. I played softball when I was younger. I Me went too. to college on a swimming scholarship. Um, so if I can still get out at lunchtime, they'll often find me over at the pool trying to get a mile or two in just to wow. clear my brain. Um, and I'm also an avid uh, horseback rider. I've got two horses. And so that was one of the things that did not make the design of this park, but fear not, somewhere in Frisco, we will get some horse trails in. That is my goal. We'll get there one day. Well, that's funny. I love it. I, I asked the question thinking y'all both might say you don't like any sports, but I love that both of you definitely do. I was a softball player growing up also, Shannon. And so I love that. Um, well, awesome. Well, I appreciate y'all's time. Um, and so I just wanted to learn about some of the new things coming to Frisco. Since I'll be out there using all of these things with my family, I'm excited. I'll be impatiently watching the, the updates happen and get out there as soon as we can. But thanks for your time. Um, I'll put some of the links in here and on the screen. So listeners, you can um, find it on the show notes and folks watching this on YouTube, you can see it come on your screen and go check it out and visit and learn more about uh, play Frisco and the parks coming up to to our awesome town of healthy lifestyles and active city or active people in our city. So thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Oh, and thanks to you out there, everybody for listening or watching this episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Hustle and Pro and subscribe on YouTube. And we'll see you next episode. Bye.